Do you want to make $1,000 a month from your podcast right now without finding sponsors or having thousands of downloads? Well, it's totally doable. And monetization expert Chris Hines is going to share with us how. He wants to change the industry and he believes by helping 1,000 podcasters make $1,000, more podcasters will actually change their perspective and approach to podcasting. He's going to give us five income streams that you can choose from right now and tips on how to get started. Let's dive in. So, hey, welcome to the Leverage Your Podcast Show. I'm your host, Lindsay Phillips of smoothbusinesspodcasting.com. My goal is to help you leverage podcasting to skyrocket your visibility, authority, and business by sharing insider secrets from podcast industry experts, including myself, who have created a successful business through podcasting. So let's dive in. Hey guys, I have a returning visitor today and uh, we just happened to be chatting a few weeks ago and he was telling me about his 100k podcast plan and I'm like, that's good stuff. I need to have you on the show again. (laughs) I know it's so much gold. And of course, Chris Hines is a monetization expert and the host of Pod Central. And so I'm glad you're back. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm kind of excited to share this plan because I think uh, one of the, my favorite things about Gary V is how he has so much content of him from like years ago saying one thing yeah. and then it's happening now. That's kind of my goal with this is to kind of show people, hey, look, this is the plan. And then in like six months, I can say, look, here's the result from that plan. You know, that's yeah. that's the goal here. I'll be honest and say I want to gloat a little bit. I'm being honest. Hey, you can gloat because like being an entrepreneur is so much hard work. Being a podcaster is so much hard work. So when you find a formula and a plan that works to monetize the podcast in a big way and you're proving it by doing it so to speak um that's killer so let's kind of like set up the framework here i love that your goal is to like change the market and the industry and helping a thousand podcasters start making a thousand dollars um thousand dollars a month right if i'm correct Yeah. And I said that number, I got this question a lot because there was a time in the past couple of years where for some reason, the number that all coaches, gurus and people threw out there was $10,000 a month. Mm -hmm. And I just don't like the feeling of telling somebody that has been creating content, been doing what they do for months or even years, and they've never really made money from it. But all of a sudden, when you work with me, it's going to be perfect and you're going to make more than enough money, more yeah. money than literally 90 percent of Americans. You'll be able to quit your job and all like I don't want to sell people a dream. Right. That's just not reality. So for me, I, I know that getting to that thousand dollar a month mark, it's just honestly, it's more realistic. And the truth is, that's the starting point. Yeah, because if I say you're going to get to 10K. Then if you work with me, you don't get to, you can get to 5,000. You'll be like, man, I didn't get to 10 K. This program mm. was terrible. But if I help you get to a thousand, it's like, well, yeah, I got to a thousand. That's great. Right. So I think that the, 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 for me, I want to avoid that gap of like the disappointment of letting yeah. people down because you just came at them with just something that just is false. Like it's just unrealistic. Honestly, seriously. And I, I like, I know for me, I would rather work with people that, they're real, they're honest, they're like, here's, you know, calling a spade a spade. Um, then someone that is, yeah, all the hype and the just selling the, the dream. <laughs> Not into that. 
Um, and honestly, it's like a thousand dollars a month is attainable. And that covers a lot of costs in your podcast production, or if you're outsourcing a lot of those pieces. And if you are consistently making a thousand dollars a month, there is no reason why you can't put fire and fuel under that and blow it up to, to ramp it up and get to that 10,000 mark. But you need that foundation to begin with and those systems and those strategies working. So let's get into the meat. Um, what is the 100 or K podcast plan? So it's essentially a process where you create different types of products that align with your show. And I really have two lanes here. So you have the entertainment side and the business side. Entertainment falls in, you know, shows that are like um, music, movies, true crime, all of that stuff that's clearly entertainment, comedy, podcasts, all of that stuff goes on that side. Business is where you probably sell a product or a service already. You have some kind of brand, maybe even your personal brand. You want to sell digital products and all of that stuff. So just that right there is the foundation setter, right? Like okay. let's separate the podcast types right there. I know there are a ton of different categories. Mm -hmm. I know. But when it comes to monetization, there are really only two paths you can take, okay. right? So entertainment and business, those two are the very distinct differences. And even when people sign up to a mailing list, the first email I send them is like, hey, let's categorize you right now. Which one are you? And if you say you're neither, you probably don't know what you are. <laughs> because you got to go on one of these sides. I'll just be honest with you. Yeah. And that makes sense. And so are you saying that whether you're entertainment or more business oriented, there are just two different roadmaps or two different paths to take? There's just slightly different nuances. Yeah, exactly. Because if you're a business podcaster, for example, if you just wanted to build a show around your personal brand and your expertise, that's great. You can sell digital products build a community and then do consulting with those three products right there. You really can build a podcast that's yeah. making amazing revenue, right? Like you can set that up and build something special. Now on the entertainment side, I wouldn't tell somebody has a comedy podcast to sell a digital product. That just doesn't yeah, make sense. Weird. Like if you have a true crime show, you shouldn't be trying to sell consulting services. Like what, what the hell are you going to sell? Right? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the entertainment side, you focus on things like affiliate marketing, community building, sponsorships, and when you get to a certain level, merchandise. Yeah. So on both sides, there are different types of products you, you should create, and there are different milestones you should be attempting to reach. When you put it that way, that makes total sense. Now, I know just in knowing you and talking to you that you have five income streams that podcasters can choose from. Um, which is funny because people naturally think podcast monetization means ads and sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because that's like the last one. Yeah. I, I, I tell people that it's the hardest one, like out of all the ways you can make money from your show, that yeah. is the hardest as somebody that's done it. It is the most challenging. And the other four are affiliate marketing, digital products, community building and consulting. I can tell you that those four are way easier than sponsorship because to get sponsored, you need leverage, meaning yeah. you need a bigger audience, you need bigger guests, you need a bigger community, you need a kind of a machine behind you to go to other companies and say, hey, look, this is what I have. 
and they're going to pay you for that attention. And most podcasts, 90% don't have that level no. of leverage. So you should focus on these other income streams and completely ignore sponsorships. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but I'm telling you, yeah, chasing sponsorships will frustrate you and leave you at zero dollars, honestly. And you're going to feel like you're not good enough and you're just going to probably pack in the podcast thinking it's not working. It's like yes. you're just like tunnel visioned, right? And that happened to me uh, at a certain point when I was trying to work one of my shows and get this thing going. I focused mm -hmm. on sponsors for so long. You realize it's just a waste of time. You're going in circles yeah. and getting nowhere. It's just a waste of time when you could. And I'm not saying that you go and launch this product and you make $10,000 in the first month. Again, I'm not telling you that. But if we put together a digital product and you sell it for 50 bucks, when you sell 20 of those, that's $1,000. Yeah. That simple, right? Super so if you have if you have 50 listeners on your show, you'll need every single person to buy from you to make a thousand dollars. No. You need less than half of that audience. And then if you focus on getting a listener a day, instead of trying to chase that sponsor, I guarantee you can get to a thousand dollars faster that way than waiting for some sponsor to email you back or close some kind of deal. Yeah, truth. Um, so when you're talking to new potential clients and like you have this formula and these five steps, is there anything like, what do you need to start besides having a podcast? Like, is there oh, like, I love you that need these five things before you can even start this process? I love that question because now we're getting into what really matters. I always tell people, whether you're on entertainment or business, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The thing you need the most is a true connection to the show. Because when you get into the trenches and you're building that show and you're building the audience and you're creating their products, like part of it is going out there to connect with people that you want to listen to your show. Yeah. Part of it is going to certain events and going to be a part of certain communities because that's what's going to help you grow your show and bring in revenue. And if you don't have a connection to the show that you're creating, you will not be successful. Like I'm launching a new show right now uh, called Founders Success Methods, where I'm getting into the startup world. My strategy is to do three episodes a week. One uh, founder spotlight interview, a solo episode where I'm doing startup definitions, and then a roundtable episode. There's no way I could put in all of that work and all that energy into that show if I didn't have just a burning desire inside yeah. of me to learn more and meet more people. So I would say, I, I hate to say it, but the passion has to be number yeah, one. Yeah, agreed. That's, you have to love what you, yeah, you have to love doing it. You have to. I think that's the reason why most podcasts fail because people start wanting to make money. And I don't think that's a problem. Most people say that. I, I disagree. I think wanting to make money from your show isn't a bad thing. YouTubers start channels all the time because they want to make money. It's nothing wrong with that. Like, the problem is when you don't have that connection to it. Because then once it gets hard, you quit. So to avoid that, you've got to have a commitment to it. And do you need like a specific business model behind you or like affiliate set up already? Like from a technical standpoint? Um, um no, you actually don't. I think if, if you have, all you need to have is a clear direction of what you want your show to be. Yeah, That connection to it and then have a vision for what you want your show to be. Like for yeah. me, 
I've launched, I've lost count of how many shows, over 50 shows at this point. I've been doing this for eight years. Yeah. When I launched Founder Success Methods, I literally just got a new planner. Like I have a whole new planner for it just for the show, right? Um, I literally asked myself certain questions whenever I launched a new show. What is success for this podcast? Mm -hmm. What's the income amount that I want? Like how much money do I want to make from the show every single month? Mm -hmm. what kind of guests do I have on here? I call it my golden 10, like the top 10 people I could have on this show specifically, who are those people? And when you have answer all those questions, you kind of put together a vision for the podcast. That's when it really creates a life of its own and it starts to take off. Like, and you know, what's so funny about this show. I literally wrote down my golden 10 and I started reaching out to people and I have not been told no yet. Every single person has said yes. So yeah. it's like, that's even more confirmation that you're going in the right direction. So yeah. you don't need a ton of things to get to the monetization part. Because okay. now my next step is to take these high level guests that I have and go and pitch the show to companies and sell it like I've done before. Like, hey, yeah. these are the guests I have on the show. I'm doing this on YouTube. I'm doing this on Twitter. I'm doing this on LinkedIn. So in six months, we're going to have a million downloads. So if you want to be a part of this, you can sponsor the show for the first six months. All right. So I think that having that vision is more important than any of the other crazy qualifications you've heard. Like you don't need all that stuff. <laughs> That's good to know. Now, going through the five different income streams, um, the one that piques my interest the most is affiliate because it feels like it's just so doable. Um so can you just kind of elaborate on that a little bit more? Because I feel like podcasters don't take advantage of this as much as they could. I agree. I think it's the lowest hanging fruit. It's yeah. the easiest because again, if we I like to do this with really small numbers because I know this is where most podcasters are. If you're a podcaster and you only have 48 people listening to you a week for the last month, right? Mm -hmm. If you start promoting what I always tell people is get five brands that you love, that you know your audience loves. Get five of those brands and list them out. Yeah. And become an affiliate, those five companies. Don't worry about how much they're paying. You do not focus on that. You're going to make money. Yeah. The point in when you're becoming an affiliate is to become a thought leader. Because I look at affiliate marketing for podcasters as the segue to sponsorship. This is a stepping stone to getting sponsored. True, true. When you have those five companies, now you have a company you should be promoting on every single episode. That means every episode that you put out is profitable. Every single episode, whether you're making $5 in commission or 50, yeah. you're getting paid. Go My first, that. That, I think that's what podcasters focus on too much and why they skip over being an affiliate because it's like, oh man, I'm only going to make $5 from that. That's nothing. My first episode I got paid for, I, got, I made like $15. It's it's not a lot, but that was the foundation, <laughs> right? That's where it starts. And then that leads to all the other stuff. Yeah. So early on, don't focus on trying to make the most money. Yeah. Be an affiliate for five brands. You can promote them nonstop. And then you'll, I think in like, I would say three months, you become a thought leader because you're always promoting Right. I have episode of 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 I have episode of Pod Central I just did about the top three podcast AI tools, yeah. and people loved it. I wrote a newsletter about it, and it got like seven thousand views. 
seven i don't have seven thousand subscribers that's because people loved it and they shared it that helps me become more of a thought leader now i post a video on youtube it gets me more views and, yeah. and that builds your brand up so now those ai companies are promoted one of them already dm me on twitter is like hey we love what you did we appreciate that we want to work with you long term and you know be a partner that's what happens when yeah, you stop focusing on the money. It just, it, yeah. it creates itself. So true. People always want to know about tools and like automations or whatever to like make their lives easier. So, and if you're using them and you can endorse them, then why not? See, look, I don't, I don't know if y'all caught that, but Lindsay just gave you a tip. If you think, oh man, I don't know what I could be an affiliate for. Think about the tools people use in your industry. That's it. Yeah. Like if I easy. went back to basketball, I would promote certain companies that sold athletic wear, mm -hmm. that sold gear, that sold um, the different tools you need, all of that stuff, even apps, all of that. It's that easy. It's so easy. Such low hanging fruit for us as podcasters. Now, what is the right way then of promoting the thing that you're an affiliate of in your episode? Because there are different ways of skinning a cat, so to speak, and right ways and wrong ways. Oh, man, it's so many. Um, <laughs> you can record. It, it really is. You can record I'm an sure. ad. Um, I don't think that's a bad idea to record an ad and act like this is a sponsor of your show already. Yeah. Because, again, if this is a high-level, top-tier company, you promote them in that way, your audience thinks, wow, they already got sponsors. This is really high-quality ah, podcast. True. You kind of get that elite by association right like right. when you promote an elite brand on your show people now think you are having an elite show even if you just started like when i launch founder success methods i'm gonna have three companies i'm promoting now you can do it with an ad you can do it with a live read where you just talk about it for like three yeah. to five minutes um you can also create series literally create a series of and this is what i'm doing with podcast ai tools here are the top tools for podcasters to use to condense their workflow and make production a lot easier. Then you break all five of those down and then you can do individual episodes on each one you talked about in that episode. Because again, you have some people that listen to that one first and they're like, wow, you got to think, I think about this now from like the YouTube perspective where when you watch one video and it's suggested on the side, mm -hmm. they have other videos that are like it. That's what your podcast can be. Yeah. So people listen to the first one. They're like, oh man, that tool sounds great. And then when they see in the show notes on the blog that you made a full episode about, it's like, wow, I got to check that out. That's yeah. what podcasters should be doing. Cause then again, every time you put out an episode, you can now make money from that. And you'll be, I still get paid from some companies I promoted years ago, literally nice. two or three years ago. I still make money from that. It's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Passive income. <laughs> Right. That's the only passive income that exists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so when you're doing those promo reels, ads, whatever you want to call them, like, do you put them in the middle or leave them to the end? And I know like I personally hate when I hear an ad right up front at the beginning of the intro, because I'm like, come on, dude, I haven't even listened to anything yet. <laughs> so I do it in the beginning, but only if I can finesse it. Right. Okay. So and what that means is I'll do like more of a live read where sense. it's yeah, it's like, yeah. So just to let you guys know, this podcast is brought to you by. Oh, that's like, yeah, something like that. Right. Like if I'm talking about one of the podcast AI tools, 
hey, this podcast AI tool really helped me produce this episode, and I think it will help you a lot. You can get your free month in the link down in the description box down below. Tell them Pod Central sent you. Something that short that's like that's, 15 yeah, seconds. Yeah, short and sweet. That is the best way to promote in the beginning because then people are like, wow, I'm already getting value from this episode. You're already telling me how right. I can do something easier. I can save time or make money or whatever it is. In the middle is where you can put more of the traditional ads. Um, but I, again, I try to stay away from those if I can because I always wanted to be organic. The more organic, the yeah. more conversions I see personally. Yeah, that's so true. And I really like what you said there in that you're giving the people value. So I think a lot of podcasters and me included, I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm selling. You know what I mean? But it, like even just how you quickly spun that off of your head real quick, you're giving someone a tool that's going to help them and you're giving them value. So I think even just changing your mindset slightly makes a huge difference. Yes, yes. And change your mindset from the selling is sleazy and yeah. look at it as selling is a service. Because if I'm a podcaster and you're a podcaster and it takes you, let's say, four hours to produce an episode from beginning to end and it takes me an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. If I tell you about a tool that, yeah, you got to pay 30 bucks a month to use a tool, but if it's going to save you two and a half hours, wouldn't it be worth it to you? And yeah. that's just a week. Monthly yeah. is going to save you pretty much 10 hours, right? Over 10 hours. Now you see me as more helpful because I'm providing you with something that's going to make your life easier. Yeah. So I think you shouldn't feel bad about selling because we should only be selling as a service. I'm selling to serve you. Yeah. And as far as a little, a little ad right there, I think that's something that people should practice. Like literally sit down and practice doing promotions because you make it sound more natural and you sound more professional. And it's one of the things I get complimented on the most, like all the time from guests on my show that mm -hmm. I can talk about certain products or services and it doesn't sound like an ad yeah. until you hear me mention a company. You're like, wow, that was a commercial. And it's like, that's, that's yeah, a yeah. skill that is worth its weight. I'm telling you it's worth a lot of money. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Cause I've heard somewhere um, it just feels like a disconnect and somewhere like, <laughs> you don't even know what's happening. They're just, it's part of the conversation. Yeah. And it just, it's so much more natural that way. And companies, when you go to pitch them to be a, a sponsor for your show, mm -hmm. they will go and listen to yeah. your show. So if you've done this before and they see it's natural and you have the skill and you're good at it, again, they're paying attention to it. It's one of those small things that Somebody that has never gotten sponsored couldn't tell you this because they just don't know what that part is. Right. But like there are some people who do it. It's called air checks. And when they do an air check, it could be for another ad that's not even their company. But they want to see how you perform as a podcaster. And these are the skills that we as podcasters have to really hone in on if we want to join that 5% of podcasters that's actually making money. Yeah, that's a valid point. Now, we've covered affiliate marketing. So... I know you've talked, one of them is like digital products. Um, and again, especially a lot of entrepreneurs have those tripwires or courses, on-demand courses, whatever. So would you almost treat that as the same, that you would do like an ad read or mention, or this show is brought to you by this course? 
I wouldn't. And actually, digital products isn't the second one I advise. Like, I think there's some products that every podcaster can have. Affiliate marketing is number one. Yeah. I think it's the easiest, easiest to set up, easiest to execute. Community is number two. Oh, because okay. whether you have a business podcast or an entertainment show, you can build a community around that. It's one of the things I wish I had taken more serious early on because I had built a really good community but I'll always do stuff and then tear it down. And I would build up my mailing list and tear it down. Like I've always been that person that's really impulsive in that way. It's it's a habit I had to break. Um, but community is so valuable. It's so valuable. And it's not as difficult as we try to make it. So when you're building community, there are really two ways to build community. You got to figure out whether people are there for connections or outcomes. Mm. connections or outcomes. So if I'm in the entertainment space, I'm probably in a community for connections. If I love Marvel movies, I want to be in a space where people love Marvel movies like me. We talk about the movies. We give our thoughts and opinions. You know, we criticize them and all of that stuff. We argue about which one is better than the other. I build relationships. In a business space, people are paying to access a community because they want to learn something. They want right. a specific outcome. Mm -hmm. So when you have that in mind, that makes it easier because sometimes people think, oh, community, I got to post this much content. I got to do this. Not right. necessarily. Your community could be you set up a space where you guys listen to music. And when new albums come out, you just get together on Zoom and listen to them on its release date. Like that could be part of your community. You just do that yeah. three times a month. And then you talk about history of music and stuff. And people pay eight bucks a month for that. I know a lot of people that would pay for that. On the business side, you may have a community where you may be, um, let's say like, um, hmm, what's a good example that's relatable right now? In the crypto space, right? Let's say you're one of the few people in crypto that's not scamming people, right? <laughs> and you build a community around how other people can build their own crypto projects. And you guys talk about the trending crypto news and all of that stuff. And you really build a space where you're not trying to just take people's money, where you're teaching them something and giving them an yeah. outcome. That's where community becomes easier. And again, a different path for entertainment. I would advise focusing on connections and yeah. uh, people that have the same interest. And then for business, let's focus on outcomes and giving them a specific uh, destination that they can look forward to, something they can look forward to learning, a transformation, if you will. Yeah. That's how you really separate the community. That makes sense. Now, to me, in my head, when I think community, I naturally think Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of like what you're talking about? Or do you have other like avenues or different paths? I have a love-hate thing with Facebook groups. Yeah, I think Facebook groups are a good launching pad to building your own space. Right. I would advise you to set up your own space just because it's more profitable. Yeah. Just to be honest, like I'm not putting Agreed. effort and energy, whether I'm building a community for connections or I'm giving people an outcome, I'm not doing all of that for free because when you take the free route, you get a lot of low quality people. That's just the truth. You get a lot yeah. of people that are there with the wrong intentions. Like if I set up a free, my community right now is million dollar podcasting. And inside of that community, I put different downloads, master classes. I do weekly coaching, all of that stuff. If I were to set that up in a Facebook group for free, all I would attract is those people that jump into Facebook groups and post their show so everybody can listen to it. 
the people that just spam the group with their content that will go live in the group like we want to see that like yeah and you want people that are engaged and and care and, and exactly so you will get less people because you're yeah. charging but those are going to be more high quality people yeah agreed well and look at pod pros and pod match in their community or even pantheon and like their community there's like yeah other communities that are not facebook um groups and yeah whether it's connection or you're looking for information or support yeah they're valuable for sure and and making money on those can be a challenge but i think yeah. i feel like it's if you are a leader in your space and they're looking at you as like the go-to expert then they're going to you know see yeah, your and product, it might take your services and it might take time, you know, yeah. it might take time to get it there. You may have three people like in my group coaching sessions, I've had sometimes where it's 15 people. I've had other times where it's three. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I don't care. Regardless, I'm going to show up. Yeah. I'm going to do the True. live. And if you post questions in the community, I'll answer them there. Like, if not, I have my whole bullet points. I'm going breaking down. Like, I think when it comes to community, you have to get over trying to get the biggest numbers and make the most money the fastest. Agreed. Because- it's a long-term game. It's a long game. Like I'm not, I built million dollar podcasting in January of 2023. I don't expect it to be super profitable until 2024. Like I'm not looking at it. Like it's going to make me $10,000 a month Yeah, yeah. in this year. Like I know for the first like 12 months, it's probably just going to be floaters and I'm going to get some people that are really core members and stuff, but I don't expect uh you know this massive massive result from that. I think that's what forces people to quit. Yeah, a lot, is they expect my podcast to have this many downloads this early, and then it doesn't. They're like, oh man, I quit. Like I know. Oh, just expectations is huge and goals. And yeah. yeah, it'll pay off, man. I promise you, it'll pay off. Yeah. Well, and obviously going by your system uh, will help kind of bring those results. So before we go, I want to make pe sure people understand your program and um, with your podcast plan and how they can get started and how it's structured. So I'm starting this off because my goal is to help a thousand podcasters make a thousand dollars a month. I want to give you a system to make a thousand dollars a month from your show, no matter the size of your audience. So how this starts off is we get on a call. We, I call this a podcaster income stream session, right? The podcast money session. I want to make sure that number one, you're a good fit for this program. Because yeah. if you're the person that posts one episode a month, this just probably isn't for you. But if you've been at this and you you really focus, you have your mission, you know, you know exactly what you want out of podcasting, then that's great. On our call, we're going to break down exactly the perfect path for your income streams. It could be affiliate marketing and then community and sponsorship. It could be a digital product and then consulting, right? It really depends on your show and your skill level as well. Like I'm not going to, I'm not one person that's going to tell you to set up a consulting program and you don't have anything to consult on. That's just, yeah, stupid, yeah. Right? it has to, it has so, to make sense. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I have these calls. Cause it's like, I love actually helping people break down. These are the paths that you can take to profitability. Yeah. Here's step one, step two, step three. And then after that, if you sign up and you want to work together, you want to join, you can join the program and then you get access to that community. I mentioned million dollar podcasting and inside of there, like I said, you get the 
weekly workshops, the masterclass content, the downloads. And then when you sign up for the program, you also get access to three of the courses. And these are not regular courses. I've put about eight years of work into this. Like my oh, workbooks yeah. are massive. Like I've taken my templates, like my literal emails and screenshots that I used to get sponsored from 2016, 2017 are in these courses. All the scripts I've used to get high level guests are in there as well. The emails I use to go from being an affiliate to a sponsor are in this program as well. Like everything that I have in podcasting, I've put into this program because Again, my goal is to change the industry. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, it's frustrating talking to podcasters, and I just know yeah. most of them don't make any money. Like, I know that 95% don't make anything. And because I have had the privilege and I've been blessed to be profitable in this industry, I think I know more people can get there. Yeah. They just need the actual roadmap. So that's the goal here. Yeah, I love it. And uh, I know you're launching the podcast and when does that go live? And I'd love to share that. Oh man, Founder Success Methods. And the purpose of this show is to help more people understand the startup world. I'm yeah. not an expert in startups. I've only been in the industry for like a year. So I'm learning myself. So this podcast is my way of learning and building and connecting with other founders and venture capitalists, angel investors, and bringing all the knowledge into one place, making it yeah. searchable, making it easier to find and easier to understand. So this show will be launching on April 8th. We'll be doing three episodes a week. We got founder spotlights. I'll be talking to people that have sold their companies or that make at least a million dollars a year yeah. from their startup. Wow. I'm doing solo content on startup definitions where I'll cover a key definition for an episode and then break down three to five examples for that definition. And then we'll have roundtable episodes as well, bringing in a lot of founders, VCs, angel investors to talk about different topics and different trends in the startup world. So this is a podcast that's really for the people that want to start their own company eventually. Yeah. Like this is going to be the thing that helps you set that foundation and learn and connect with the right people and really grow in the startup world. Where do you have time for all this, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> You got an extra person behind you that I don't know about. <laughs> right. You know, it's funny. I'm working on building my podcast studio too. Like that's another thing that I'm, Jeez. I'm excited for that. Cause I just, I really want to do the more in-person interviews because every yeah. time I get to do it, it's just so fun. It's, oh, I, bet. I love it. So yeah. I don't look at it as work, you know, it's just, know. it's fun to me. So like, yeah, I've, I feel lucky because I love what I do. I get paid to do it. And like, I'm like, really, I'm getting better at it. Like, I'm finally getting traction on YouTube now. After like five years and like 200 videos, I'm now getting traction where like, it, it's all coming together right now. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's all working. Don't you love that? that yeah, it, yeah, it's baby. it's fun. So I'm probably going to work even more, but it, it's a good thing. I see it as a win, you know? Yeah. Good for you. No, you're always busy and doing and improving yourself and learning new things and sharing your wisdom. Um, yeah, I absolutely adore what you do. So um, yeah, I'm so glad you're you're on the show. Now, where can people go to get their income stream sessions? So you can book the call again. This is completely free. I'm not charging you a dime. A lot of people have told me I should, but I probably won't because I just love doing this part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like that with podcasting. my <laughs> Right. It's the same thing. So um, you can go to chrispodcasting.com or hit me up on Instagram. 
or Twitter at Chris Podcasting. Literally just send me a DM. We can have a conversation. I'm not hard to find. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thank you so much for coming back. And I love that you're helping more people monetize their podcast and uh, can't wait to hear your new one coming out. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Ciao, guys. And that is a wrap for this episode of the Leverage Your Podcast Show. Your next step, head to leverageyourpodcastshow.com to listen to more episodes to get more insider secrets. And if you are guesting on podcasts but still feel like the best kept secret and you want to create authority boosting content with ease while attracting leads and clients, then request a free podcast guest leverage audit to transform your results. Head to leverageyourpodcast.com slash guest audit.